Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Anyway, everyone, this has been the Eating Shit and Eating Shots, the Ballad of Darla's Dad podcast. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks for listening. Julia texted me, what do you want from Burger King? <laughs> that was that made my Whoa. night. That made my that was the best moment of my night. But now this is gonna be because welcome to the Brews and Bruins podcast, episode one of season five. Um, I guess I'm hosting. <laughs> I guess so. Draft Kings is here. Not really, but in spirit. Um, we also got Bruins diehards in spirit from beyond the grave, it seems like, every day. Pride diehards alive and well. I'm looking forward to doing some pride content, off-season content, in, uh, in alliance with the Bruins content, and some more beer content, maybe. But today, we are here with Cam Hasbrook, Kat Silverman, Chris Gear, Sean Rajat. He scored. Uh, and I'm Drew Johnson. Um, we got, we'll get into beers in a second, but we'll just review, reveal, and you've probably seen the title, which player we're talking about today in our series of player reviews. But available high in the zone. Farmer scores! Two zero. There we go. A nice quick one. But, anyways, how are you guys feeling about season five? It feels like just earlier today, it was season four. Like, um, like minutes. <laughs> so, uh, how, how are y'all feeling? What are you? What are you? What are you packing? What are you packing this this season? Got this really fancy uh, palm antioxidant super tea, uh, pomegranate, peach, passion white tea. Uh, we're going for a really like aggressive run after this podcast, so. Not trying to drink anything with carbonation. Um, drinkability, 30. Tasteability, 35. It's pretty good. Hell yeah. I got uh, <clears throat> some lime seltzer from Hannaford because I had a soccer game at 10 p.m. tonight. Somebody decided that was going to be a good idea to start a soccer game. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, 
Drinkability, 37. Been crushing these all day already. Tasteability. It's seltzer, like a two, but, you know, pleasant. You don't taste that much seltzer. It's kind of a vibe, you know, much like the Stanley Cup playoffs. I can go. Uh, so I was on the hunt for something new. Um, I saw this dogfish head uh, craft cocktail. So trying the vodka crush blood orange and mango. We're going to see how this is. I do love a good blood orange. That's actually very good. Um, drinkability, pretty up there. Um, go to 29, maybe a little bit too sugary, but um, tasteability, go to a nice 30 Tim Thomas. Same kind of deal. Very sweet, easily crushable. It's a good drink. Hell yeah. Um, season four, like it, it feels like minutes ago, I was drinking a down east. Now I have a tall can. You can Ooh. see it is taller than the empty can wow. of Citizen Cider Unified Press traditional semi dry cider. 5.2% weighs in at. Ooh, that was a crisp can opening. I must say, I don't know if it really registered as well over the microphone. But that that was crisp. Um, I've had uh, quite a few of these in my day. Um, it leans a little towards the drier side on their scale, which I like that Citizen Cider does, and other cider the breweries, craft places do this. Um, but yeah, it's kind of in the middle. You can definitely taste it that is on the drier side. Like it just isn't overwhelming with sugar, um, which is really nice. It's it's almost like if you get your usual order at Dunks or Starbucks or whatever, your coffee with like a certain amount of sugar or a certain amount of pumps of that, and you just take one out. You're like, no, nah, instead of three sugars, I'm going to do two sugars. That That's kind of the vibe it gives off. Drinkability, I'll go, as far as ciders go, 34 tasteability we're ringing in at about a 21 i uh i really hope they put that on the can that whole like monologue how would you describe this thing hold on guys it's right after so it goes government warning all of that and then according to the surgeon general women should not drink alcoholic beverages when they are pregnant so uh, but that's of course first my description hell yeah um yeah anyone else have anything else to say before we dive into darla's dad <laughs> aka Derek forbert or daryl Forbes brand or Forbes the brand or forbes magazine as i called him today randomly scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> i think i think honestly scoreboard i think our names really like show the like First How do I say it? the jack of all trades that Forbort has been like the shade, the different shades, the fifty shades of gray. <laughs> so no. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take this away from Drew before. All right, um, Derek, here. Forbort, yeah. Who who wants to kick us off with uh with the review? And where do we want to start for for his performance this season? Because he did he did he was quite useful. I must say he was. I requested him, so let's. Uh, let's yeah. Move. Yeah. Oh boy, I have a lot of uh, opinions on this one, but uh, the easiest way to say this is Forbert is a meme. 
And I think we could see that from our nicknames from him, Darla's dad, whatever else you want to call him. So, you know, there's some redeeming qualities there. But looking at him stat-wise, him in the regular season versus him in the postseason is two completely different stories. Um, And judging by his contract, I just don't think that this team needs to continue paying him that going forward. Um, But we'll get to that in a second. Judging by, as I said, his stats, like looking at the regular season, I pulled a few things here um, because everyone knows him as the guy that blocks shots, kills penalties, big guy. He hits all that kind of stuff. During the regular season, pretty good. He was second in block shots per game, fifth in hits per game. Penalty minutes, he was pretty low, 14th on the roster per game. Then the playoffs, a little bit of a different story. Um, Penalty minutes, second to Tyler Bertuzzi, which not too surprising considering it's Bertuzzi. He was, um, he was signed to take penalties, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Specifically. <laughs> that was his role. So Orbert being there as like the stay-at-home defenseman taking the second most penalties seems pretty bad. Um, points, 17th on the roster of available players in the playoffs. Not great. Block shots, and here's an interesting one. He was third in block shots in the playoffs. However, and this was the big comparison of like, well, who should be in it over him? Third in block shots, but when comparing shots per game, block shots per game, Grizzly had higher block shots per game than he did in the playoffs, and Grizz only played four games. So, with all that being said, I think in the regular season, he kind of showed what everybody thought he was, like that big dude that block shots, eats pucks, whatever you want to say, penalty kill and all that. In the playoffs, he was not that. He was a liability. And I think, honestly, you can see that with just the amount of goals he was on the ice for. Really did not do any of the things that he was, you know, kind of credited for during regular season in the playoffs. And someone like Grizz would obviously be a much better option moving the puck, even even blocking shots, as I said, the thing that he's kind of branded for or force branded for. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, you know, with all that being said, yeah, no, I want him off this roster. I am, I'm done with it. Uh, whatever you have to do, whether it's buying him out, finding someone like Chicago, which I know you know, talk about Mike Riley sending him there as well, just to hit the cap floor. Whatever you can get for him, get rid of him. <laughs> I don't want him on the team anymore. He's a liability, and you can find better players, even internally. Um, that could do a lot more, you know, even Zaboro. I'd rather have him playing uh, with what he showed preseason and even the minimal he played this season. But yeah, I, you could say I'm a hater, not of Darla, though. Darla. Before dissenting opinions jump in, I'm going to. That's my favorite review of a player, I think, of all time. <laughs> the series has to be shut down after this. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah. Made it so this is actually episode. Yeah. This is episode twenty of season five. <laughs> not, not to, not to pile on, but here, here I'm gonna do some piling on. Uh, you, you were talking, Sean, about postseason being a different player in the postseason, but I, I think another thing that's illustrative of what Forbert maybe doesn't give you um, is looking at the Bruins regular season with and without him and. I think a lot of people had, you know, seen this perfect machine working with 
him in the lineup and said, okay, this is, this is the right guy for the job. The Bruins penalty kill is absolutely humming. Uh, and then he got hurt uh, and he was out for what, like a month and a half. Um, and in that time he was out, what do you know? The Bruins kept going. They were great without him. <laughs> their penalty kill. Absolutely killing it. Uh, the guy that we talked about in the previous episode, Tomas Nosek, uh, brilliant penalty killer. Um, you can survive without a guy who does one thing. Uh, and, you know, not to like do my bit too much, but uh, I, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with the Bruins sticking with forward over Mike Riley because it's kind of like a, all right, we want to make sure we have a different type of player in the lineup. And if they're, you know, similar enough in terms of like what they give you net value, fine. Um, I still think Mike Riley's a better player than Derek forward. Uh, I think the problem there is that Matt Grizzlick is too much of a similar player to Mike Riley that, you know, maybe you don't want that up and down the lineup uh, on the left side. Um, personally, I want both of them out of town. Not so much because I think Mike Riley is not a good fit for the Bruins, but just because I don't want that $3 million contract uh preventing the Bruins from signing actually meaningful players. Um, and that goes doubly for Derek Forbert. Uh, I don't know how you get rid of those contracts. Bruins don't have a lot of picks to attach to them for teams trying to get to the cap floor. Um, and most other teams are uh, going to need to send salary back. So I uh, wish it had done the research and figured out how much the buyout would have cost them. But it's only one season. I think if you buy them out, at three million, I think that hit goes on the cap for another three years. Um, so I don't know whether it's worth it, but you know, if it's between uh, Derek Forbert making three million dollars on the Bruins and not being able to bring back a guy like Patrice Bergeron, uh, if he potentially wants to come back, or not being able to give Jeremy Swayman the money he wants, or not being able to you know, give a decent contract to Trent Frederick, then, you know, I'm always going to side with, you know, the actually meaningful players. New customers. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Massachusetts, 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets. Expires seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10 plus legal required. 
for 100% boost eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply terms address sportsbook.com no terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms oh that was a lot enjoy the show yeah i think um in terms of of grades oh cam did you have as you were on mute so <laughs> but then i realized you were you're oh no i was just like <clears throat> no i, was, I said, you're vibing i said what a what a concept to chris as i realized i was muted <laughs> right, well i think in terms of in terms of giving well, our four people are uh, <laughs> a rating um a grade a letter grade for this season, regular season, I'm going to go with like an A minus. I think just compared to what I was expecting out of him, he really like outperformed that. Um, really just thinking he'd be this depth defenseman, like six line guy, but like it very easily could be taken over by um, just another defenseman excelling or like a younger guy coming in, a trade, whatever. But he really like, you know, you're looking at the trade deadline and the additions the Bruins made. Yeah, you have Orlov there, but really it wasn't like too bad on the defensive side. Like they did that big upgrade with Orlov, but like Forboard, I felt was like okay there. Like they didn't need to get that depth guy. They kind of needed to get that bigger guy. Um, and and he'd be there in solid playoffs. I'm going to say a C. He played as I expected him at the reg at the beginning of the regular season as that guy that I kind of just explained was my expectation. Um, <laughs> uh, either way, I don't really think, you know, moving forward with him is, is the best idea. I think that role on that sixth pair is just kind of a revolving door. Sixth That's why the sixth <laughs> pair is the sixth D, the third pair, excuse me. Um, like that's kind of revolving. They have one yeah. first line. They have the they have the erection line, and everyone else plays defense. Um, no, but I think you know that that third pair is a revolving door where you want to have guys that are gonna not hit your cap too bad, or in tandem with that, the younger guys you're trying to test out, um, Zaboral, Lazam you know all that vacaninen i know we're diving into history here but like um you know that's where you want that spot open to test out your guys too so if, if they're paying like that much for them i i really don't like it and especially in the cap situation they're in they need to trim the fat and forward is part of the fat despite having a stellar regular season um for what i expected i'll just say like maybe B minus for the regular season. I don't think I was ever like, wow, look at Derek Forbert, which is kind of what I need for an A, but <laughs> that's I, true. I, that's kind of what it sounded so, like with my A minus B plus. I mean, like, I, like there's, I get, there's two, like, I, did he look better in the regular season than I expected him to? Yeah. But like, that was cause I expected him to kind of be dog shit. So like, just cause he was like not dog shit <laughs> is not quite enough for me to be like, Hey, I think B minus might be a little generous, but, um, it's, it becomes especially questionable if you start bringing in monetary value. And, like, again, I I do have a little bit of an issue with paying a six defenseman $3 million, especially with uh, – the Bruins were at a situation this year where they were fortunate enough that they could do that because they had guys like Patrice Bergeron 
playing for next to no money. Once the like gifts like that stop happening, which could be now, you have a lot more questions about, okay, why are we paying Derek Forward $3 million a year? Obviously, why are we paying Mike Riley $3 million to play in Providence? Like, those are going to be questions that are actually problematic for the Bruins potentially at this point. So, um, but for the sake of, of not letting that cloud my judgment too much on, on last season performance, I'll give him a B minus the regular season. Yeah. Probably somewhere close to do a C, C minus for the playoffs, maybe a D I like Sean said, you hire you. This is the guy that's supposed to be the, the shop walking stay at home defenseman guy. Personally, I don't think that teams need that anymore. I don't think the NHL is at a place where you have to be investing in big bodied stay at home guys. Like you want to have some physicality, but like Charlie McAvoy is a very physical player. I was or a fairly physical player, at least like you still can have that presence with guys who bring more than always oh, good at getting hit by the puck. Like that's what we have the goalie for. He's, he's a lot better at it. So, uh, you know, I, I, from a, a roster building perspective, I would like to see the Bruins kind of grow away from that. I know that's going to cause some absolute fist fights in small towns throughout Massachusetts where they're convinced that the only way to win a Stanley Cup is to collect several murder charges along the way. Um, evade, evade several <laughs> evade. murder charges. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. It's tough. I like you. I don't know. I just to to see like like Sean said. That's allegedly the guy that you're like. All right. Like as long as he's like not terrible in the regular season, the the narrative for him is he's the guy you want for the playoffs. But then you got to the playoffs and he kind of shit the bed. It's like all right. Well, like what is he here for then? Like we're not. You don't need Derek Forward to eat shots during the regular season. Like it's okay. He can, we, they're gonna be fine if he's not blocking five shots a game. You want that ideally if there's any time to make that argument it's it's in the playoffs and he didn't bring it i mean granted they played seven games but you know that's that's part of the reason they played seven games so um seems like a nice guy wish him the best i hope it's probably not in boston but like chris said i'm not sure how many options they will have especially with only one year on the contract and um, you know we'll see what happens with bergeron and Krejci, but uh, assuming the Bruins can't put together some kind of miracle roster build like we saw with course of this year, and their odds of winning a Stanley Cup are lesser than they are, I'm not sure if the Bruins management is going to be overly eager to make a crazy move to get them out of there if they can just wait them out for one more year and then reset. So um, we'll see. I guess it probably depends maybe on on how a couple other players shake out. But yeah, anyone anyone else got some forward? Takes. I could do letter grades real quick. Yeah, want. everyone, everyone, I need letter <laughs> grades from everybody. So, <laughs> I think we got mine and Cam so far. Yeah, what we got. Yeah, so I mean, I think I could do. I'll be generous. I'll give them a B, a solid B for the regular season. For um, Bruins. Yeah, B for Bruins. You know, they have a spike <laughs> one on the front. Of the <laughs> everyone <Like>. gets a B, <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> but I think, as Cam said, like you kind of expected them to be hot garbage so the fact that he wasn't and was blocking shots and hitting people and all that during the regular season uh, he did good he did good and i think that's where you know that kind of love for him kind of grew over the course of the regular season and darla's dad and whatever else you want to throw in there but yeah no playoffs um i'm gonna be really harsh on him i'm gonna give him an f because 
everything that you have him in the lineup to do, he did not do to the point where it was detrimental to the team. He's not blocking shots. He's taking a ton of penalties. He's not throwing hits. He's on the ice for like a majority of big goals scored. Not even just total goals against, but in key moments, you have him, you know, on the ice, just kind of standing there like a pylon. It, all of that combined in the playoffs, it was just a disaster. And quite literally, any other defenseman on their roster or in Providence even probably could have done a better job than he did. So complete failure top to bottom for what he, he kind of performed in the playoffs. Yeah, I was I'm, I'm a hater for <laughs> like I said before, for all that kind of transcended throughout that series. So whatever you have to do, whether it be buyout or trade, get them off the roster, get that cap hit as reduced as you can from this roster roster. Cause as said before, like you're going to have maybe someone like Patrice Berger on the sign, a little extra money towards swimming, maybe even a little extra money for like, someone like for Tuesday, we'll see. They need that money. So 3 million's kind of just Give sitting the money. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> get rid of as much of his contract as you can without actually having him on the ice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm somewhere between like a C plus and a B minus. Uh, like if you had asked me before the season, what are you expecting? Like give a letter grade of what you expect from forward. I would have said probably like a C minus or a D plus. So like, that's good for him. <laughs> what uh does cat have a grade throw in your grade that is a strong head shake i, I asked beforehand if she had any Derek forward takes and she had uh strong n- no <laughs> <laughs> well what i'm hearing to summarize um well i, I guess anything else we gotta shout out sean's <laughs> sean's stuff oh we do Social media, you do some, you do some design stuff too. You where can we, where can we find it, Sean? Tell everyone else. your address. Yeah. Right so, uh, <laughs> address. I need mean, uh, at Sean underscore Rajat. Um, that's my main account. Uh, and then design stuff. Honestly, I post more on Instagram than Twitter. But uh, Rajat Designs, my last name, R A J O T T E Designs. So you could find like jerseys and stuff that I do sometimes. Um, even like the Bruce and Bruce. Uh, jersey that I did a while ago that took us like a month to eventually or more to, to, to post yeah, probably but <laughs> we were trying to time it right and then we kept missing the timing I think and we were like you shit posted, like, game okay. six or something yeah between we should have done it like when you gave it to us, but we were, <laughs> the right moment, quote yeah, unquote, in the worst. Like, oh, this is sick. We got to save this for like, like <laughs> yeah. and then one day I texted Drew. I was like, "Hey, Drew, did you ever like tweet out those?" <laughs> He's like, "No." <laughs> I was surprised as you were. It was posted. I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." <laughs> Well, it was too good. It was too good for us. We knew right off the bat. We put no business being on our account. <laughs> thank you, Sean. And we'll have to we'll have to tweet out those again, maybe with this episode as well, because uh, that's uh, some amazing. We were all wowed by that, um, and it thank went you. out too too quietly and slowly. So we got to amplify that. 
Uh, oh, yeah, we need we, the content we do yeah, we had, uh, a wild hair for like doing anything for us uh the like roughly put together spoked beer that i did a couple of years ago uh it could use some updating <laughs> <laughs> there you go I, uh, but anyway everyone this has been the eating shit and eating shots the ballad of darla's dad podcast um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening.